that's day five of our five-day dive into Reddit, Colin. And we're going to do a couple of, again, the, the sort of bigger subreddits, uh, confessions, and today I learned, basically. Excellent. Okay, two of the good ones. I like this. Two of the good ones, yes. Today I learned is probably one of my favourite ones, to be fair. Um, but we'll do the, the confessions first. Pretty short and sweet, these ones, actually. Because what, what I did here was, no, there's a too long, didn't read. Yes. What more? I just basically cut and pasted too long, didn't read things because okay. um, I was um, getting bored <laughs> after a couple of hours. Right, uh, I'm a plumber, mainly bathroom and a kitchen fitter, and I shit in every new toilet and bathroom and installation <laughs> I do. Over the years, I have shit in probably well over a thousand different toilets, ranging from council estate flats to high rise, multi million pound en suites, country manors, and mansions. I believe I have shit and more toilets than 99% of the population. Also, <laughs> I'm an avid bodybuilder, so I eat a shit ton like an apex dinosaur. So. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, he must just carry toilet roll about with him, if he's always got toilet roll in these brand new bathrooms. Um, I just, I, I just, I don't know, I can't control my shit like that. I, I just... I, I, being able just to shit on demand because I've just installed a toilet is it's quite this quite this skill I suppose, but it's not for me. Well, let's say like something in the morning has a hearty breakfast. If he's like one of these bodybuilder guys, like fourteen eggs, and has a bran <laughs> flakes and all that, and then come four o'clock when he's finished fitting it, he's like oh, I'm heavy bursting for a heavy fibery jobby. So I can um, I, I I can see the, the whole side of this is that um, if I got a new bathroom fitted right. I would, t- I would take a little bit of delight. Like, I can imagine myself saying, "I'm away to christen the pan. <laughs> I'm away to do the first one in there now. That's me." And then, if you found out that you actually weren't, I think it would spoil your new bathroom for you a little bit because nobody should really shit in your house other than you. Like when visitors come, it's peas only. That's the general rule, isn't it? It's the it's the general rule. Um, yeah, but sometimes you just I don't have real issues shitting in other people's houses if I need a shit. I'd, yeah. Like, I've never shot in your house. No, you haven't. I no. would know. Yes, but yeah, no, I've got no issues, man. Like, if you need a job, you need a job. There's no no big issues there for me. Um, <laughs> right, next. <laughs> this one's murderous. Yeah, so once when I was about four years old, I straight up tried to murder my two year old brother with a pillow. I almost succeeded too. That's you. You kind of want to hear more about that. What happened? Why did Why did it stop? Did somebody catch you? Like, what's your relationship like with him now? Did your brother know? There's all sorts of questions to go with that one, but instead we just got that one sentence. Oh, uh-huh. uh, I was trying to see if I could find the full thing, but um, the first thing that comes up is um, escalating defiant children behaviour, which um, is on the Empowering Parents website. So, if your child tries to murder your child. Um, deal with it basically. Uh, right. <laughs> deal with it. But I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not surprised this doesn't happen more. But like, see when you're a kid and shit like that, man, just like you lose your temper with your your sibling. I don't know. I'm surprised. It, I'm surprised you don't hear about it more. Like by accident, like a six year old like drowned a four year old or whatever. Yeah. Just because you're a I fucking petulant six year old. Um, yeah. Like- Anyway, sometimes when I'm drunk, uh, I pee in the faucet in bathrooms. So when someone else wa- finishes washing their hands and turns the water on, they've got my piss all over their hands. I feel bad about it sometimes. Sometimes, not all the time, just sometimes he feels bad about it. But I just can't help myself. Oh dear. 
it's disgusting <laughs> getting somebody else's piss on your fingers. It's, oh, fuck that. Uh, it's brutal. I used to, when I, I worked in a hotel when I was a late teenager, and oh. um, the kitchens had their own toilets. The chefs had their own bathrooms, basically, in the, in the kitchen, or well, just off the side of the kitchen. And as waiting staff, we used to get to use them as well. And one of the chefs used to take great delight and going round all the toilets at random times and cling filming them. Um, so that basically if you weren't looking and you went in and you pissed, it would just bounce right back up onto you. Right, okay. That's like a, a prank that's older than time, that one, I think. Yeah, you know? these chefs were mad for it. I'd never remember yes. it. I'd never forget them. A chef called Rab and a chef called Sexy Lexi was the two main people that did it. No, we were talking about names in the last episode, I think. Rab is just a name of a guy that clings films toilets. <laughs> yeah, you you would never like you'd never sit down with a mortgage advisor called Rab, would you? Or no. be a scientist called Rab. <laughs> <laughs> Rab PhD. Yeah, Rab Rab is a builder. <laughs> Rab Rab's definitely a builder for sure. Um, I masturbated to the Sims woohooing. So, I never played The Sims, but I presume they make a wee noise that goes woohoo or something like that. Yeah, yeah they must. Uh, I don't know why the guys were doing that to it though. Fucking bizarre. Um, on an even more bizarre level, the next one, my boyfriend won't stop doing the Mickey Mouse voice during sex. I'm <laughs> leaving him. Like, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to picture that voice just now, and I can't do it. It's like it's just really soft and high pitched, isn't it? Yeah, I've actually just had to Google this one. This all began about three years ago when me and my boyfriend became intimate the first time. We were fooling around. When he finished, he did the Mickey Mouse laugh. I was going to go, hey, 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 but that's... That's Woody Woodpecker. That's Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> that one. Similar to that. At first, I thought yeah. I misheard them. It was some sort of joke. So I didn't bother mentioning it. For the next few times, he didn't do anything. So I thought it was a one-time thing. But then I made the mistake of suggesting to spice things up in the bedroom. He only talks to me in a Mickey Mouse voice. Fucking hell. Mickey Mouse voice. He calls me princess in a Mickey Mouse voice. And I don't think I can take it anymore. Uh, our bedroom time has always been limited as we both work very demanding jobs. And our libido isn't specifically high. So I thought I could just overlook this aspect of the relationship. Um, but no. <laughs> now, if I had the engagement ring by his next end, I think I'm going to call it quits. <laughs> <laughs> Preemptively getting rid of the guy. Yeah. Can you imagine though, being the guy though? And like, I so we split up. Oh, mate, sorry, what happened? Well, the thing is, I, when we're banging, I speak to her a Mickey Mouse voice and she doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Uh, today I learned, so some facts, mate, one each, as always. Um, okay. Um, Jonah Hill was only paid $60,000 to appear in The Wolf of Wall Street, with the studio using his desire to work with Martin Scorsese as leverage to pay him the lowest fee possible, whereas Leonardo DiCaprio, who also produced the film, was paid $10 million. How are you feeling about Leonardo DiCaprio nowadays? So I read the other day that he's now got a 19-year-old. He's got a teenager um, and he's a yeah. 50-year-old man. It's I don't really it's... care if you're a celebrity or if she is legal, it's still creepy as fuck, man. Like, you're going to be a teenager? Like, what do you speak about? She's a teenager? That's the thing for me. Like, I, like, like so obviously, like, she's 19, she's a woman, she's an adult, right? Mm. I dare say she's beautiful. I've not seen her right, but I dare say she's beautiful, right? But you can only... I'm going to be crude to you, right? But you're, you're, only, you're only going to be having... You're only going to be in bed with them for a very, very small percentage of the time you're together, Right. What is he doing the rest of the time? Like, what is he talking to her about? What have they got in common? It's, I just can't get on board with it at all. And I say that as somebody who absolutely fucking adores Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. If Leonardo DiCaprio brought out a movie 
about the man that invented matchboxes. I would watch it because it's Leo. He's so, so good. But I just don't get this bird thing that he does. I just don't understand that. No, it's like a... It's just really creepy. I'm not I'm not for it at all. But um, today I learned after being scolded by a woman who felt that his shoes were too expensive for kids, Shaq forewent a $40 million deal with Reebok and signed one with Walmart. He then bought any designers from Reebok so that his Walmart shoes looked costlier than the $20 price and over 400 million pairs were sold. Yeah, he's he's actually a lovely folk, as Shaq O'Neal. Like some of the stuff he's yeah. done, and yeah, he's he's given away so much money over the years and stuff like that. And there's loads of videos of him. Like he went, he goes to Walmart and he just finds random kids and he says to them, "Can you go ask your mom and dad if I can buy you something?" Mm-hmm. And the mom and dad say, "Yeah, and this kid leaves a new bike and stuff like that." He just can't not spend his money. He's he's so rich. He's done so well, uh, but he's very very kind with it. He's a he's a nice guy. Yeah, the opposite of Michael Jordan, who we're speaking about the other day. On <laughs> yeah, or an RBR, yeah. Um, today I learned in the early 90s, LL Cool J, uh, ladies love Cool James, uh, shared with his grandma that he couldn't survive as a rapper now that gangster rap was so popular. His grandma responded, oh baby, just knock them out, which inspired him to write Mama Said Knock <laughs> You Out, a Grammy Award winning certified platinum <laughs> single. Wow, I've never heard that before, but if that's true, that's really cool. Yeah, I, th- I think these are all fact-checked. pretty much sort of fact checked. Yeah, like because th- th- these are like getting like thirty, forty, fifty thousand upvotes in Reddit. Right, so imagine they're fact checked. Um, today I learned that after Lance Armstrong was stripped of his wins, seven successive Tour de France races, ninety nine to two thousand five, were officially declared without winners because so many riders who finished behind him were also doped up to the rivals. <laughs> they just couldn't pick Seriously. a winner. Uh, you know, just fill a fucking drugs, man. Yeah. Um, during the 2000s, Google, Apple, Adobe and Intel and several other megacorps had a mutual agreement not to hire each other's employees in order to keep salaries low. This, in turn, led to a $400 million class action lawsuit. Yeah, sort of price fiction, almost, or salary fiction by the sounds of it. Um I think I knew this one. Princess Diana didn't initially die at the senior car accident, but five hours later, due to a tear in her pulmonary vein, she would have had an 80% chance of survival if she'd been wearing a seatbelt. It's mad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Always wear your seatbelt, guys. Always um, wear your seatbelt. What was it Jimmy Savile used to say? Clink, clunk every trip or something like that, wasn't it? I, I don't um, know. Yeah, he did He did an advert on the TV promoting road safety and telling kids to wear their seatbelts, and it was clunk, clink every trip or something like that. Right, okay. I remember my, my dad used to get a thing from his doctor saying he didn't need to wear a seatbelt. Oh, really? Like, this was like obviously like 25, nearly 30 years ago. By, um, I don't know, like because he had that asbestosis, I don't know if he felt like constricted or something, but he, he had something for the doctor so he didn't have to wear a seatbelt. Oh, okay. Um, but he always, drove, he always had a big Volvo. Like the, so, like, I'm not putting a seatbelt on, but I'm going to get the biggest motor I can. So if, I, <laughs> if I'm in an accident, I'll be fine, basically. I'll be so, fine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody translated the, the book Dracula into Icelandic and it took <laughs> over a hundred years for somebody to read it properly and find out what they'd actually did we've made a fan fiction rewrite of what they wanted the story to be <laughs> oh, we, we like fan fiction on here so um, we'll maybe do that for some bonus episodes at some point um, today I learned Ozzy Osbourne uh, gave up taking acid during the recording of Black Sabbath Volume 4 um, he said, I took 10 tabs of acid and then went out for a walk in a field. 
I ended up standing there talking to this horse for about an hour. In the end, the horse turned round to me and told me to fuck off. And that was it for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well done, Ozzy. Yeah. Uh, Andre Agassi won 10 of 11 matches after seeing a tick in Boris Becker's serve. Agassi could predict where Becker was serving based on whether Becker stuck his tongue out in the middle of his lip or the left corner of his lip. Agassi told Becker over a pint of beer after they both retired. Yeah, I was a big Andre Agassi fan when I was younger. He was my Yeah, favorite. he was good. He was good. He was either him or Sampras and I always preferred Andre Agassi. He's like, like, supposedly his autobiography is amazing because oh, he read was it. like, he was a meth addict and shit like that. He was like full of meth all the time. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know that. And him and him and Steffi Graf kind of got together because they hated tennis. Both of them hated tennis yeah. because their parents sort of forced them into it, basically. Like those overbearing tennis parents, basically. Um, I think, anyway. Um, today I learned that the actor Kevin Bacon, uh, when he goes to weddings, he pays off the DJs um, so that they don't play footloose. What's he read for the boy? If that's fair enough. Um, today I learned of a very rare condition called Anton Syndrome, in which a person becomes blind, however they're unaware of it, and they deny the fact that they're blind because their brain generates false visual images, so they continue to believe that they can see. Yeah, we need to do another episode on some of these weird syndromes, man, because we've done it in the past, but um, I'm sure there's ones like that that we've missed. Um, In 1977, Bob Marley was diagnosed with a melanoma under his toenails. He he rejected his doctor's advice to have his toe amputated, citing his Rastafarian beliefs. The cancer subsequently spread, and he died of a metastatic melanoma four years later, just at the age of 36. So, listen to your doctors, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, on another sunny note, uh, today I learned that 65% of cancer survivors survived by war on cancer said they'd been ghosted by friends or family after the diagnosis. That doesn't seem... Can that be... Well, this survey's been done by that company or whatever, so... Yeah. So they survived cancer, and then sixty-five percent of people ghost them after they survived. Is that what they're no, getting at there? No, after they after they initially get cancer, and they oh, say, "Listen, right, I've okay. got cancer," yeah. and at that point, they get ghosted by people. Right. Okay. So, listen, it's probably this. It's not ghosted. People just don't know what to say sometimes, and find it find it difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, from personal experience. I get that it's difficult trying to speak to somebody that's going through something like that and try to not say the wrong thing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve McQueen used to have a habit of demanding free items in bulk from studios when doing movies, and it was later discovered um, that things like electric razors and jeans that he was ordering in bulk actually went to the Boys Republic Reformatory School uh, when McQueen had been as a teenager. So again, just a nice wee story about somebody doing something nice. That's nice. Two or three Um, more, that's us. Yeah, 2016, a man ate a ghost (laughs) pepper. (laughs) <laughs> in an eating contest and then drank six glasses of water to cool off. He vomited so much he tore a hole in his esophagus. <laughs> he was rushed to hospital where doctors found his left lung had collapsed. He spent 23 days in the hospital and was sent home for a gastric tube. <laughs> oh, um, in 1845, 79 people died in a bridge collapse that happened because a large crowd had gathered to watch a clown in a bathtub be pulled up the river by four geese. <laughs> or or, or gooses. No, uh, no, not having it. 
Um, today I learned that is it Harombre, uh, that mad monkey. Um, his mother. Today I learned that Hombre's mother, only full brother, and two of his half siblings were killed when a tub of wet chlorine tablets were left by a space heater. The toxic fumes are blowing <laughs> <into> the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> the toxic fumes were blown into the gorilla enclosure and it killed the four gorillas. <laughs> yeah, you don't hear about Harambe's brothers and mother getting murdered by chlorine tablets in a space <laughs> Right, last one to wrap it up, and I think that's us. Uh, in 2011, a Russian would-be suicide bomber died when her phone mobile detonator was activated by a spam message wishing her a happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> and that will teach you. That will teach you indeed for being a suicide bomber. Don't do it. There's not good things waiting for you at the other end. No, there's not. Right, that's us. Five days, five episodes. It's been good talking to you, like five days in a row, sitting down to record five different days, then not just doing it all in one go, one after the other. It's been a nice way of doing it. That is indeed. So, um, yeah, if you've enjoyed it, leave comments if you want us today. Um, episodes a bit, suge- make suggestions basically. Um, We'll be happy to maybe do them if they're good. So, uh, yeah, just hit us up on the Twitter at Wrong Term Memory. Let us know what your thoughts are, what you think, and we will be only too happy to oblige you. If you're on the Patreon list, then leave it in the comments because you're our favourite people and you take priority. 100%. Right, guys, we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Colin, I personally don't think there's anybody still listening and if they are, they're pretty hardcore long-term memory fans and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash long-term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes. Absolutely. And if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag, they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mm-hmm.